Hello everybody out there and welcome to the 100th episode of the Talk That Talk Show with me, Barry Holmes. If you ain't fucking hype right now, let's go. Come on, man. Come on. Yo. And I tell you right now, man, it's been a long time to get to this point. Um, I wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for the support of my friends and family out here. And like I said, man, um, you know, I, I really thought about what it was that I wanted to say today to, to open up this show. But the, the main thing that I really wanted to get across here is that, you know, I'm just super blessed to be here. And I'm just super happy to be a part of this show and to have everybody in the support of everyone live here. I mean, just the fact that we have a lot of people here that have came from flown in. Uh, we've had people that have driven from long places and from all walks of my life to be here, you know, it just means the world to me. So, yo, once again, I want to thank you all for tuning in for this 100th episode, man. And one of the things that we had done first thing, hold up, I think we're having a little technical difficulty issues on the Facebook live stream mode. So I am actually going to try and do a little bit of the mobile data here. Give me one second, guys. Sorry, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties here. There's a lot of people here on the stream. Give me one second. Yeah, that's the one thing about this uh, this new age stuff, man. Give me one second, guys. All right, I think we should be. I think we are live. We are good on Facebook. All right, we're good. So as long as nobody calls me on my phone, we should be good, all right? So everybody put out the status. Don't call Barry Holmes right now, all right? He's on mobile data, so I want to make sure we got a full show here. But no, once again, like I said, thank you to everybody that's tuned in on our Facebook Live and then also on our Instagram Live. But we got a great show lined up for you today. Um, one of the things that I said that was very important is I wanted everybody that was a guest on the show previously to have a chance to come here on the show and be a guest on this 100th episode. So, like I said, I hope everybody out there is tuned in, whether you're wearing your OG shirts at home, whether you're wearing the OG shirt, like the number of people here. Yo, let's give it up for the crowd, man. Hold up. I got a pair for the crowd. Look at the crowd we got here on Instagram Live. We're going to show everybody the crowd here. Hey, what's up? And then also... On our Facebook Live, we're going to say hello to everybody on our Facebook Live stream here. Wow. Look at the support, man. I tell you what. One of the things my dad always says is you can't fake the funk. But one of the things we don't do is we don't fake the funk. We talk that talk. So without further ado, I want to bring up our first guest on the show for this 100th episode here at Majestic Lanes. Everyone give it up for Chris Shank Jr. Come on, baby. Oh, man. Yeah, move it up. Yo. So how you feeling, Chris, man? We hit the 100th episode, baby. I'm excited for you, man. This shit is dope, man. Oh, man. So I I had to tell you, man, like I was just so happy that, you know, you were able to come here. And one of the things that we had happen was we actually, last time we were here at Majestic, we were bowling at the Handicap Tournament. Yes, sir. So can you talk a little bit about how that happened and how that went for us? I bowled like poop. (laughs) He said he bowled like poop? Well, I'm not going to lie to you. I bowled terrible. My partner over there helped me up. But uh, you know, it, it's it's a 
it's listen. It's an experience, man. You gotta you gotta get out there and try. You know what I'm saying? You can't be scared that you know any day could be your day. Facts, and that's the thing that I told a lot of people because um, you know I had been coming out and I had been you know entering these tournaments, but I wasn't exactly cashing. But the thing was, you still gotta be able to put your money out there because I would rather have that time where you know I do well right. and I cash than not. So yeah. can you talk about what that drive comes Listen, to, even when you're not bowling good? The bowl good. It's 100% of the shots you don't take. You Facts. If you don't get out there and try, you never know who's going to win. You That's know what I'm a saying? fact. Uh, there's days that, you know, I think I'm going to have a bad day. I come in here, shoot the lights out. There's days I think I'm having a great day. I bowl like shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You just got to go out there and try. If you don't try, you're never going to win. That's a fact, man. And, like, I think, you know, since your first episode, since you were on the Talk That Talk show, yeah. you know, how have you seen that this show has developed? Oh, this show took off, man. This show is something different. You got You got people all different backgrounds coming up here. Uh, you know, talking about their talent. You know, you had my dad on here. You had uh, Kevin Barry Coleman on here. You know, you got everybody. You got a little bit of everything on this show, man. You get everything. Thanks. You talking that talk at all times. Hey, that's a fact, Word man. Up. And like I said, one of my biggest goals was to come on here and to deliver a 100th episode. Yes, sir. So for you, you know, coming on here, what are some of your goals now moving forward? Uh, I'm trying to get back to where I was, man. I, I've been on a, on a little bit of a funk lately. You know, I had the belt last time I was on here. I ain't got it no more. You know what I'm saying? I had to get rid of it anyway. My average is too high. But, uh, you know, listen, uh, I, I just want to get better. I'm going to continue to get better. I'm going to continue to practice. You know, I can only go up from here. There ain't no going backwards. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Our team, we're going to do good. You know what I'm saying? We're going we're gonna to get to this playoff somehow, some way. And we're just going to keep working, man. That's it. And, and that's another thing that not a lot of people know is that we've become on this expansion DIY team. So can you talk about just a little bit about our progress as being an expansion team to now coming out and being competitive? Uh, so we had a brawl and what? I think it was like two, about two months ago, maybe? Two months ago, we had a brawl. Um, a lot of teams counted us out. A lot of teams didn't think we were going to make it past the first round. A lot of teams thought we were going to get shut out. We made it past the first round. We gave the, the in the next round we gave the team a tough battle to win. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, we're full. A, a team that we are is just full of heart. You know what I'm saying? We're, we got we're filled with heart. We got people like Rob, Gavin, myself, you. Yep. We we bust our ass. You know what I'm saying? That's we, a fact. We, we bust our ass at all times, and that's just that. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact, you know man. And I tell you what. You're damn right we bust our ass because I'm tired of Rob telling me he's beat me by 10 sticks on tournament day. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking tired of oh, it, yeah. man. I'm tired of it. <laughs> yeah, not for nothing. Rob been on a come up, man, in yeah. league two. I put, I put Rob down an anchor and gave me a break. And oh. Rob been shooting. Hey, you know what I'm saying? And, and can you talk about, like, what mentality it takes to truly embrace that, that, uh, that role as an anchor position? Killer instinct. You have to have killer instinct. And you got to know, if I got a strike right now to win, fuck the other team, I'm striking. <laughs> That's it's, right. It's, it's that simple. Nah, you know what I'm saying? The best quote, I think, you know, from previous episodes, the quote that your dad told me. He said, when you step on the lanes and you bowl against me for money, you want me to have that money. You want me to have that money. It's mine. My dad, <laughs> my dad does a little saying called DFP. Dig, fold, and pass. Dig in your pocket. Fold your money and pass it to me because that's my money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's, that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Dig, fold, and pass that chicken, all right? Yes, sir. But, yo, like I said, if anybody didn't get a chance to check out Chris's episode, he was on an episode called Swag Champs. Yes, it was actually one of our first innovative episodes where we had a guest on the show. And, you know, like I said, to have him here on the show and to him have his support it means the world to me. So once again, I want to give a big shout out to Chris for coming you know on Vons, here. You know the Vons? Yes. And yo, 
We'll be bowling in a little bit, all right? Guys, I told you I got a whole bunch of guests on the show today. Everybody out here, come on, let's make some noise. We are live. Come on, baby. Sheesh. The next guest on our show that I have today is a guy that I hold true to my heart. My, my boy Chris just told me before that we just bowled in this handicap tournament. So it's only right that I bring on the guy that I bowled the tournament with. So please give a big round of applause for my boy, Tyree Holmes. <laughs> oh, man. What's up, Tyree? How you feeling tonight, man? I'm chilling, man. I'm excited. I'm hyped. You know, 100 episodes. We're here two years later, and, you know, I'm just so proud of you. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Tyree. And I think um, I was so proud of you because in our tournament that we had just bowled in, you know, you didn't exactly have your best performance. But not once did you go out there and you didn't cry about it. You weren't bitching. You just kept going out there and you kept throwing. And that showed me something. That showed me that anytime I'll go to war with you, bro. So I just want to give a, a big round of applause for you for literally going out there and giving it your all, man. So, you know, based off of that, you know, how would you feel with your, uh, your experience on tournament play? Uh, it was only my second one. Uh, we bowl here at Majestic a lot, but when you bowl in the tournament, the lanes aren't the same as when you go to practice when no one's there. Yep. They flood the lanes. They know they're going to be at least, you know, four people, six people on the lane. And you got to bowl four games. Yep. So they put a lot of oil out there, and I wasn't used to that. But, you know, I got used to it. I had you there for support that always picked me up. Yep. You did your thing, and that helped me out a lot to, you know, get better every game. Facts, man. And I think that's the one thing that's so important, Tyree, is being able to turn that next leaf and try and go out there and throw that next shot. And that's something that you have really um, – even through us playing in league, man, I've been so um, proud of you. I think the last week where – you want to tell them about what we did last week? We took uh, 13 and a half We out of swept them. We swept them. So what I'll tell you is this. We had a four-week losing streak where we were losing the toughest nights, man. So can you talk a little bit about how hard that was to, you know, put your best effort out there and, and, and for four weeks we just didn't get it done? You know, you go out there and you bowl a good game. You know, you're not bowling bad games. Yeah. But it just so happens that the people you bowl, bowl better. And you just have to take that on the chin and uh, keep moving forward. And every week is a new week. Every game is a new game. Every frame is a new frame. That last shot doesn't matter. So, you know, we have, <laughs> we've been in what we call the gutters. We've been in the basement. Back. Just second to last place, third to last place. They don't care about those lanes. They just <laughs> they just throw the shit out they there. Throw the oil out there. I was like, how is it. I was like, how is Bolero drier than Greenbrook? <laughs> that don't make no sense. <laughs> we had a guy bowling on there that averages like 230, and he barely got a, a 550 game out of there at 550 series. So you just gotta fight. That's all it is. Hey, and it's funny you say about you just gotta fight because I know, like I said, the first time that we actually had you on the show on Blood Brothers, I think the episode was. We were talking to you as our UFC connoisseur, as our analyst, right? So what are you thinking about this John Jones potential super fight with uh, Francis Ngannou, and where do you stand? That's very tough. You know, you see John Jones' resume. He's knocked out the best. He submitted the best. He doesn't really lose. Yeah. <laughs> and Francis Ngannou is a very hard hitter. Uh, but, I mean, 
we got a little taste of what he can do on that Stipe fight when Stipe tried to take him down at the end of that first round. And he stuffed it. He stuffed it and then he got his back. Yeah, that, you know, <laughs> a lot of times when you get a takedown, you stuff it, but get the back on top of so, that. I mean. That was scary. When you see Francis Sagan, who's six two, no, he's like six, whatever, 260, 265. Who wants to step in the ring with that guy? John man? Jones, it might be a similar situation to where Adesanya came in too light. I mean, John Jones can definitely get that weight up, but in heavyweight, there's no, like, you got to be the same weight. You can fight somebody 30 pounds lighter than you. And, so you I don't know. We got to see what that technique's like and, gets that, and then gets that strength and power. And I'll tell you I'm what. I'm excited. It, it's it's going to be an interesting combo, but one of the things that we have seen, Tyree, is that John Jones is asking for a lot of money, right? So this fight might not happen. Would you potentially want to see a Derek Lewis rematch? And if not Derek Lewis, who would be next to fight Francis Nagano? I think I'd rather see Stipe sooner than uh, Derek Lewis. Really? Yeah. You'd rather see Stipe 2 versus Derek Lewis 2? Yeah. I I like Derek Lewis, but <laughs> I see I think Nagano's stronger. And seeing the way that he got Stipe like, on, on his back, like uh, I don't see that fight being too, uh, too even, evenly matched. Fast. You can even say the same for Stipe round uh, three, but I just think I'd rather see a, a title rematch than I'd see Derek Lewis soon. Facts. And before I let you go and get into our next guest, I got to ask you, Tyree was the only one that showed up in the OG3. So <laughs> what made you pull out this OG3 today? Uh, it brought me back to our first tournament together down in Lodi Lanes. This is the shirt I wore. And uh, I thought it was only right, you know. <laughs> That was a lot of fun. Man, man. Hey, the guys, people don't realize, man, you know, that sentimental value is crazy, man. And, you know, I'm just so happy to have you come here on the show. And, you know, to have your support, Tyree, I think I can, I know I can do anything. So thank you so much, Tyree. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Give it up for my brother, Tyree Holmes. Come on, man. And for our next guest on the show, I got somebody, we've been trying to get him to come on the show for a long time. He's my, my, my brother's best friend and one of our best shooters on the war zone. Everybody give it up for my boy, <laughs> it's Shabon Crane. It's your boy Crane is in the building. Yeah, what's good? Just talking to the mic, man, because it's a little loud here. But, yo, how does it feel to finally be on the show, man? Yo, I've been trying to get on this show forever, but Amazon <laughs> has been holding me back forever. So, <laughs> Hey, yo, shout out for Amazon for letting my homie free. They let my homie free tonight. They let him party with us. Nah, but it's your boy. I know um, for people that don't know, it's a lot of fun to play Xbox and Warzone with us. We got we got Frank Lanza in the building, one of our favorites here. But just can you talk and explain to people just how much fun it is to play Warzone with us? Um, all of us, like, together, it's funny because, like, Barry would invite, like, ten people. <laughs> Only four could play. So it would be, like, six other people waiting for a rep. So while, while all, all four of us are playing, we, like, joking around and stuff and and – it's just it's just fun like the feeling of winning in the war zone is just unmatched 
The only thing I can think of is like winning in siege. Yeah. Ty- Tyree can explain that to you. And that's some tough like, shit. Even Theo too. Like, man. <laughs> winning in that game is just amazing. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that we've been able to do is, you know, we've kind of just built this bond through uh, video games to where, you know, I I want Ish to come over to my crib when we not playing, man. He, he'll come and eat wings and watch football with us, even when the Giants is losing. <laughs> I mean, we still the best, but yeah, nah, that's a fact. Though. But hey, I'll tell you this: with all the things that's happened with the Giants in this off season, and just coming, you know, so close to making the playoffs, Ish, how realistic is it? How realistic is it to think that the Giants can make the playoffs next year? Uh, I think we have a good shot. I don't. Uh, the Eagles, eh, I don't know. I don't know about them. Yeah. Cowboys, we're gonna smack them, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and I, the Reds, well, they're not the Washington Football Team. Yeah. They they no good either. I think our pickups uh, this offseason are is definitely gonna help us. Yeah. In and, the long run. And I think that, like you said, you know, with Washington, you know, I don't I don't know that they got better. Uh, I really don't yeah. see that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is gonna save your franchise. Um, Dak Prescott, you paid him a lot of money, but now who are you going to have to throw to or, you know, to protect around him and who's they going to stop? So I don't really see Dallas in that driver's position like a lot of people think, but I truly do think that the way Joe Judge has coached this Giants team and the way they came out motivated, you guys really might have a shot to make the playoffs, man. And I think another thing that we saw also that people don't know is you're a big Miami Heat fan. So how do you feel like your Miami Heat have been doing since coming off a uh, NBA Finals run? We we have not been doing so great. Like I don't it, we don't look like the team last year. Like we were just in the finals and now like we we just don't know right now. We we have to see. Facts. I want to give a big shout out to Mary Beth Heaney who's in. Reese says Ishabad the goat. Abe Galama, Ariane Stolness, Antoine Jefferson, Narav Shaw, uh, Marissa Chacon, Timmy Hugel Jr., Jennifer Roman, Javon Campbell. Everybody's here on our Facebook Live and then also on our Instagram Live. We want to give a big shout out to my boy Peter Dunn, Seda Don, Han John, Eli Wells. Oh man, we got so many people here. But you know, one of the things I want to talk about ish. It's just how important it is to you to have this grind going continuously. And, you know, there's few people that take days off, and you're one of those people that don't take many days off. So can you talk about where that grind comes to just, you know, grind as hard as you do? Uh, I want to give a big shout-out to all my brothers. They motivate me every day, all the nice. time. It, it, it's amazing. I, I'm so blessed to have them in my, uh, in my corner and stuff. Hey, I tell you what, Ish, you you know, one thing you talk about is just how important family is, and that's why it was so important that my brother came on this show, man, but, you know, one of the things that we all share is a huge love for that rapper Conway. Is Conway the best rapper out right now? Tell me why. Conway the Machine is the best rapper right now. His bars are crazy. It's it's just, like, grimy, gritty, like, it's it's one of those things, like, you listen, you got to listen to it. Uh, a couple of times, like, oh, he said that. Yeah. I didn't get it the last time, but now I listen to it like, oh, it's now like. To, to break it said. down for you guys, he said one. He said, "Shot is accurate. It's stepping from the stripe." Come on, man! Come on, man! That boy Conway got some heat, yo. He got some heat, yo. Somebody tell Bryce. Somebody call Bryce because I'm on live. I can't have him call me right now. But real quick, 
I want to say before you get off here, Ish, is there anything that you want to give as a word of advice to the people out there? Uh, I know times is hard right now, but just keep pushing. You know, keep uh, keep working. Uh, things are going to get better. Facts. Promise. Hey, and, and how, how much better put, man? Keep working and things will get better. And that's why we got here to the 100th episode. You yeah. can't tell I'm unemployed, baby. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm the hardest working unemployed person you're going to be, dog. I'm telling you. But, yo, big shout out, man. Shout out my boy Ishmael Craig. Come on. Thank you, Ish. Hell yeah, man. Oh, man, we got a tough act to follow. Everybody on our Instagram and Facebook Live, you still awake? You still ready to party? Because we got a couple more guests here on the show. And the next person I got up, man, he better take that mask off because he's not going to be wearing that Brooklyn shit over here, man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. But now, this guy is like my right-hand man, my brother. Love this guy to death. I think you guys know who it is. Give it a big shout-out to my boy Jeffrey Farrell. <laughs> Let, let me get th- You know the vibes I feel like Julius Randle's son right now I hate the Nets I hate the Nets Yo, how does it feel to be a Nets fan here, Jeff? Uh, it feels okay right now You know, honestly Nothing's definite, but it's promising I'll tell you that Facts And, you know, just like you know I've done as a Knicks fan Honestly, you've done as a Nets fan where you've endured a lot of tough years with the Nets. So can you talk about just how how good it feels that your Nets team is playing competitive games? Well, you know, the last time I was on the show, we talked about it. The the Nork days, you know, where we were getting tickets for a dollar. (laughs) Oh, man. to, To James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. I mean, you know, that's quite the turnaround, man. LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, you know, and, and so, you know, the whole team is playing good, you know. So I feel like this 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 team is clicking and, and, and at the right time, too, you know. So I feel like if they keep things going, everybody stays healthy, we get everybody back, we can make some noise. Facts. And I know a lot of people talk about L.A. as being the potential team to beat the Brooklyn Nets. Do you fear the Lakers? And if not, what team do you fear in the Western Conference? Honestly, at this point right now, I fear the Jazz more so than the Lakers. The Lakers right now are kind of banged up, so I feel like the Jazz are the team to beat in the the West right now. Mm. And I tell you what. Donovan Mitchell's been playing out of his mind. I think Joe Ingles is overexceeding 20, his expectations. 23-2 and two at home. Damn, that's huge. You can't beat that. Because now we're talking about in the bubble from last year, you're playing on neutral sites, right? You talk about potentially playing a home series where Jazz get four out of those three games. That's going to be tough to win, you know? Big facts. That's but big I, think, facts. I think Brooklyn has held their own at home too, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're like... I think the last time I checked, they were like twenty three and six or something like that. They're not, they're not twenty three and two, but you know, like we, we still got a good home record, better than uh, away. Yeah, and I tell you this, even though me and him don't disagree, I mean, we disagree on our Knicks, uh, Knicks and Nets discussions. 
Sometimes I can't stand this guy. You know, he's winning every game. We're out here losing to the fucking Timberwolves. You know, it, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. But the one thing that we do agree on is that we're big Mets fans. Big facts. So let me tell you this. How happy are you to finally watch Mets games, man? Oh, I love it, man. I love it. it, it it's good that we got fans back in the stadium. You know, uh, we got... We got this high energy to the team now, you yeah. know, with, with, with Lindor on board. It, it's, it's definitely like like the, the Nets, they're on the come up, you know. That's a fact. And I think that, like you said, like getting a guy like Lindor, it's almost like an adrenaline shot into the arm, you know. Big facts. I, I know I had to get a COVID test to uh, be able to go to the Mets game on Monday. How, how, how soon do you think it's going to be before you go get yourself to a Mets game? Uh, pretty soon. I'm gonna I'm I'm wait for the weather to warm up a little bit. You know, I, I'm a I'm I'm a guy that likes those uh the hot May, 95 May, May June games. You know, okay. early June. Hey, so. nothing wrong with that. We got Reese on here. He ca- he said Jeff cooked. Uh. <laughs> he said Jeff cooked. <laughs> Yo, this live audience oh, is no joke. We got Jeff on. Uh, we actually have the mechanic Jeff on our uh, Instagram live stream Ooh, as well, too. My got, son, a.k.a. Oh, he son. said his son. He called you his <laughs> son, Jeff. We, I guess you got to come to the lanes and get your name back, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, real quick, Jeff, um, one of the things that I want to say is, you know, I'm just thankful to have you as one of my really good friends and my right-hand man because, you know, like I said, you know, you've been here through the years. Through all the dedication, tribulation, and, and just hard work, man. Nah, big fact. You know, it, it means a lot to have your support, man. And, you know, I think that to have you again here on the show and for you to make some time out of your day. This guy took off work for me, man. Come on, man. This guy took off work for me, man. Come on, dog. But, nah, nah, I tell you what. Like I said, I thank you so much for just nah, being big my fact. best friend, man. And, um... You know, you mean the world to me, bro, and um, I'm just happy to have you here, bro. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. Congrats to number 100, man. Hell, yeah. Appreciate it. The one thing I will say, do not get the Gutter King Award, because I tell you right now, Wait, wait, wait. This Jeff, Gutter King Jeff Award is going to be for... <laughs> I'm the real Jeff. Remember that. Yo, pull up. Pull up. Yeah, pull up and see if you're the real Jeff, Jeff, <laughs> right? But nah, you can't get the Gutter King Award, so Jeff. How? What's your highest score going to be when we're bowling tonight? What's your highest score? Because he got bowling shoes, guys. Watch out. He's got some shoes. I'm, 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 I'm shooting for like a 160, 160 low-key. I haven't bowled in a while, so, you know, it's a little, 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 low, low standards right now. Hey, well, we're gonna, we got a whole bunch of people here to cheer you on. So, everybody, please cheer and give up a big warm for my boy Jeff for coming here on this show, man. Thank Thanks so much, dog. Hell yeah. Woo! We are barreling through this show, guys. Also want to give a big shout-out to my homie Shakur, who pulled up on me here. He's over behind the mic here. But, yo, once again, I want to have everybody say hello to everybody here. We got a big, big support here from Instagram here. And then also we want to show out for our Facebook live stream. So, everybody, say what's up. Say what's up to Facebook. What up? Talk that talk. If you don't got an OG shirt, you're wrong. (laughs) Oh, man. But, guys, thank you so much. 
I got a couple more guests on the show, so just give me your ears for a little bit longer. I promise we got more beer and we got more bowling, all right? So, the next person that we have up on our show is somebody that I also hold near and true to my heart. This guy is somebody that I went to war with countless times when we were out here getting pillaged by Playworks. This guy has been one of my, my the, the, the shoot, most shooting straight guy you're going to have, man. So without further ado, even though his Oregon Ducks cost me in the NCAA bracket, give it up for my boy, Luis Guerra! <laughs> oh, man, Lou. Third time's a charm, man. Third time is a charm. Yo, not too many people get to come on this show three times, man. How you feeling? Feeling great, man. Happy to be here. Shit, I still remember the first time you told me you were even going to buy the equipment to do the podcast. Yo, isn't it been such a long... It seems like so long since then, though, right? Oh, yeah. I think we had like a snow day. We were all from Playworks. You called me talking about that the the equipment was like on sale on Amazon. I said, boy, order that shit right now. Facts. It came in the next day. It was like it was meant to be. Like it was waiting for you, bro. Facts, it was awesome. man. And yo, honestly, one of the things that I appreciate about this guy, Lou, he's always been trying to encourage me. And, and keep me to get things going and uh, try to move in the forward direction. So, you know, I appreciate that so much. So where does that motivation come for you to be such a hardworking and positive person? I think just for me is that it's, it's very easy to make excuses for yourself. And, it, and it's easy just to, to not want to do something, especially with, like, the, you know, the, how everything has been, like, the last year. So it's, it's just easy to just kind of lay in bed and just, just give up. But... You know, you don't really progress that way. And, I, and I'm just really big on always trying to have something on my to-do list that I want to accomplish. So it's exhausting. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's not always easy. But I know at the end of the day, I'm going to be better for it. And I'm going to, you know, better everybody else around me, too. So that, that's just the mindset I always try to have. Facts. And, you know, I can really attest to the fact that, you know, you have been somebody that continuously, you know, continues to move forward and motivate me. I mean, like I said, we, there's so many times that we have phone conversations where we're like, yo, I'm tired of this shit, man. I, I, I want something more, you Fact. know? And, and I think that, you know, just you showing that you can come from unemployment and get yourself a job, you know, and come out here and grind, you know, that only gives me motivation to say, yo, you can do it too at the end of this day, Barry. But, you know, I, I think that, like I said, this, this, this unemployment, everything that's happened, it's really giving me that sense of urgency to start my own brand or get something popping, you know, and that's oh, yeah. what the show has materialized. But for your standpoint, as someone on the other side who has now gotten a job from the unemployment, how, you know, what are your next moves beyond that? Are you going to try and start something of your own? Or, you know, what are some things that you have in the mix right now? I think for me, it's just about not being complacent. Um, even though I got something, I still want something better. Um, I've gotten out trying to see the housing market, trying to see if I could find a crib or something. Housing market is trash. I don't recommend it. Um, but, you know, definitely trying to take that next step um, just in, in my life, you know, with my girl and stuff like that. Just trying to you see what was, what's next for us. But definitely, you know, it's like you find a job, find the better paying one, you know. Max. Then you do Then you move up after that. So for me, I'm, I, I never want to stay still, man. Like. I want I want to keep moving, bro. Like I I tell people all the time. I don't know if Jersey's my long term move either, right? So I want to travel to see if I'm gonna find somewhere else that I want to you know lay roots. So it's just about pr just progressing, man. I I don't like staying still, bro. I, I wake up every day and I, I gotta do something. Fast. I, I gotta go for a walk. I gotta make breakfast. I gotta go work out. I gotta go run. 
gotta get on Xbox, whatever. I gotta do something, man. I just, I just don't like sitting still and just wasting time. And I think that that's huge for you to say that, you know, we don't do any wasting of time. And, you know, I think a lot of times, often, it is easy to waste so much time, man. And I think one of the things that I've tried to work on a lot is just that time management and trying to fit so much in the day. I mean, just going into this 100th episode, I golfed around. I did a workout, you know. I, I had a pregame party at my house, set up the pop-up shop. Thank you to everybody that showed out for the pop-up shop. But it's so important to be able to fit so much in that day, man. And, oh, yeah. You know, one of the things I've really tried to do is I've done a lot of golfing. So what have you done to try and stay active and get out there? I started um, last summer. I started running a lot and walking. I had messed my back up. I had like three herniated discs in my back, so I couldn't work out. I had to stop playing baseball for a while. And in that rehab, I started biking and walking and running. Um, I started doing like 16-mile bike rides in the summer, last summer, like every other day. Um, I started running now, so I'll do like two, three miles. So just about kind of, you know, just, just getting your body up and moving. I'm, I'm big on like nutrition and fitness and stuff like that. And I don't like making excuses for myself feeling sorry. Like, yeah, my back was jacked up, but I wasn't laying in bed and, and feeling sorry for myself either. So, it, it's yo, it's there's always something to get better at, man. That that that's just how I look at it, bro. And one of the things I want to ask you before I have you come off the show here, because I know you gotta get some more beer, right? <laughs> but you know, this guy is a huge tattoo guy. He loves his tattoos. Is there anything that you want to get next, or you have any upcoming projects to get on? Yeah, I actually just uh, did my shin this past Saturday. Um, I'm gonna fin I'm, I'm finishing on my leg sleeve. I'm gonna do the back of my thigh. I'm getting like a it's, it's a medicine man, so it's like a tribal medicine man. Um, I just like artwork, you know. Sometimes people try to overthink tattoos and think everything has to have a meaning. Bro, if you like some shit, just get it. Like, Max. you know, if you, if you want, if you want an apple on your shit, get an apple. You feel me? So it's just, I like artwork, man, and I like making it happen. So definitely gonna finish up my leg sleeve. Hey, well, like I said, I want to thank you so much, Lou, for being that motivation force and also coming here to be a part of this hundredth episode, man. Always, brother. How, how many strikes are you gonna get tonight, man? I'm, I think I'm a bowl of three hundred tonight, man. Fuck I'm you, give it up for Lou, man. <laughs> If this dude bowls 300, I'm buying everybody a shot. <laughs> so he better give you 300. <laughs> but, yo, the next person I got here on the show is somebody who, again, is one of my... No, no, that ain't going to work. That ain't going to work. <laughs> but I got somebody who come here on the show next who is somebody that has one shirt, and he has the only one of this shirt. And when you come on the show, you're going to see why. Please, everyone, give a big world, world of applause for my boy, Gavin Cole! Oh, what's up, my boy? What's going on? What you doing? What you, what you got in that bag over there? Well, don't worry about it. <laughs> Yo, you got to be out here sounding like a cop. But yeah. <laughs> don't worry about what's in the bag. <laughs> but now, nah, real quick. Can you tell everybody about, you know, the story behind your shirt right there? This is my first time ever wearing this t-shirt. This is the OG one, the only one autographed, only autographed OG one, nothing else like it. This guy in this bowling alley comes up, I'm, yeah. I'm subbing on Wednesday night, and he comes to me, he says, yo, Barry, I want a shirt. I'm like, okay. He's like, I want you to sign it. <laughs> so I signed it for him, and honestly, yo, 
you know, that was almost like the driving force to me to say, yo, I got to really take this shit serious, man. So I want to thank you for asking me to autograph that shirt, man. But since we've been to that point, you know, what has been, what have you been up to? What's been going on in the life of event, man? Work, man. I just got back from uh, upstate New York, Rome, New York. Big project out there, 40 megawatts. Uh, big, big project for National Grid. Uh, <laughs> that's it, just making my money. Nice, man. And, I, I, you know, like I said, we have a lot of people here on this show that are huge people as far as grinding. And you have shown that, you know, before the age of 30, you can be a homeowner if you work hard. You know, so, thank you know. You, thank you, thank you. Barry, I got, I got a question for you, Barry. Everybody, you're asking all these people these questions. I got a question for you. What's up? When are we going to see the Talk That Talk Brewery Edition? Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, if you guys want to hear some Talk That Talk Brewery episode, make some noise. Come on. Let's go. Let's you want, go. Come on. Maybe we'll have to do that at the end. But, you know, you've been a huge connoisseur as far as this craft beers go. So can you talk about maybe one or two beers that you've been drinking a lot that you really like? There's a beer I really like. Uh, I forget the name of the brewery, but it's called uh, Stacy's Mom. Mm. That beer uh, really... Empire, uh, right? Uh, I believe so. I believe so. I know but, my uh, beers, man. Stacy's Mom really got it going on. You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. But um, I tell you what. Now that you know, a lot of people know Gavette is a huge snowboarder. He loves snowboarding. But the snow's gone, man. So what's that next thing that you're doing beyond snowboarding, dog? Working on my house, man. I just sold my bike, and that's you uh, sold the bike. Yeah, I sold my bike. So, all right, quick story. <laughs> so we're 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 going out of here, right? And I got a couple uh, beer towers where we're drinking, having good. I'm with my boy Rob over there. We're having a good time, and you know, everybody else leaves, and more often times than not, me and Rob are left to drink all the beer, right? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so this guy leaves. And he leaves his phone here. So I had to make sure I have the phone for him. Like, yo, Gavin, I got your phone. He's like, don't worry, man. I'll be here in 10 minutes. Yo, my man Gavin came, got his phone. And you would have thought this dude was in Formula One. He zoomed up <laughs> on a motorcycle. I'm like, yo, it's 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I was making some noise that night. <laughs> nah, but for real, though, like, um. You know, what's, what, what, I know you said that you're going to work on the house and you sold the bike. You know, what are the top priority projects for you in this house building? Uh, right now, just uh, landscaping. Uh, the backyard was a mess. Uh, I was uh, covered in poison ivy. If you guys ever got to deal with poison ivy, don't because it is the worst, man. <laughs> I had a little bit right here on my forearm all over my freaking body for, for at least a month. Don't deal with it. I tell you <laughs> hire what. Hire somebody. Do it, please. Hire somebody. They talk about wearing masks. I guess we got to keep wearing long sleeves yeah, then, right? Yeah, yeah, But nah, for real, before you get off the show here, Gavin, you know, what's one thing that, you know, within the next couple of months that you really want to do that you haven't done yet before? I want to go to a brewery with Barry Holmes, and I want to rate a beer all on right, the Talk That right, Talk right, show. All right, all right. <laughs> Well, anyway, I got, I got a, little, a little something else for you, uh, Barry Holmes. So. Uh, oh, 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 man. Should we pop it now? You can pop it now or pop it later, whenever you want, bro. How about this? Let's wait till after the show and then we'll pop. How about that? Sounds sir? good. Oh, All right, thank you so much. Yo, give it up for my boy, good man. We got some ballet, baby. We got some ballet. <laughs> See what happens when you don't act like a cop? <laughs> Yo, 
<laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> we got three more guests on the show, all right? Real quick, I want to give a big shout out to this guy because even though I bowl like shit, this guy still asked me to come sub for him. He's been so, you know, such a big part. Like, when we talk about feedback, guys, there's a lot of people that are going to come to you and say, yeah, you're doing all right, and you're fucking doing terrible. I want people next to me that are going to say, yo, quit throwing the ball like a girl. Get it out there. You know, go out there. Use the lane. Work it to your advantage. And this guy, every time that I come and bowl for him, he always gives me that feedback. So please, everyone, give me a big round of applause for my boy, Steven Ball. What up, bro? <laughs> I think you might have an off night tonight for us, right? We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. It's early. Oh, man, how you feeling, though, Steve? I'm all right. You know, we bowled last night. I appreciate you subbing for us. Uh, yes. You know, we won. It was a kick-ass night, and uh, we enjoyed ourselves. Hey, you know what? And I said you're going to have an off night because, you know, no feedback tonight. We're just going to be out here no, no, drinking no, some beers, having a good time. But, you know, I, I really want to thank you for what you've done, like I said, for me, just giving me that feedback and continuing to have me practice out there. But for people out there, like some of the guys that are here, they're just starting in bowling. What is like two pieces of advice that someone out here who doesn't know shit about bowling can come and take out there and help them get a strike? I mean, honestly, it's take your, It's honestly take your time, enjoy the game. If you really want to get to learn the game, just practice. All it takes is hard work, practice, practice, and practice. I've been at it for a little over 15 years now, going going on pushing on 18, 19 years. It's a it's a journey. You don't happen overnight. Nothing comes easy, and at the end of the day. You feel accomplished when you shoot those 300s and 800s. It's it's a Facts. world of difference. And when you can give back to the bowling community, like yourself and anybody else that I can help, it's it's giving back what I was given the first day. Facts. And like I said, it's been a it's been a long road for us. And I think that one of the things that I've enjoyed with you is that we've done a lot of competitive bowling. And you know, I've got to see you shoot those 270 games. See you see, shoot those consistent 250 games. So. You know, one of the things that people don't know is this guy uses two hands when he bowls. So how did you get start bowling with two hands? And do you think that this really an advantage to bowling with two hands? Um, I actually started bowling two-handed uh, right before I got out of high school. Um, I dabbled with it a little bit. Uh, I realized it was legal on tour, and I pretty much took off with it. Uh, I taught myself over about a six-year period, and uh, I ended up flourishing with it. Um, do I think it's an absolute advantage? There are parts of it that are an advantage for the fact that if you do have an increased drive rate, you can throw it harder. But there's also people that don't know how to throw it two-handed properly. And at the end of the day, it doesn't give them as much of an advantage as if they were to bowl one-handed and they weren't have to sit there and get the revs and do all this other stuff. So, yes, there are advantages, but there's also not advantages when you don't exactly throw the ball properly. I mean, it's, it's not an overnight thing. You don't learn it in two seconds. And, I mean, I, I've been at it for going on seven years myself. And it's, uh, it's a world of difference, though. Facts. And, you know, for someone that has had multiple 300 games, multiple 800 games, what's next in your bowling career? What are you striving for? Uh, honestly, my absolute next goal is to hit the 300-800 in the same series, in the same set. Uh, it's something I've been working really hard on. It's, uh, it's not coming easy. And uh, 
I mean, I shot 815 three weeks ago. I shot 279, 289 with a 240 right after that, and it's uh, it's hard to finish those games when it comes down to it. You're just you're pushing for that 800. Facts. So you know, I hope you know that you know. Well, not I hope. We're, we're, we're all about speaking it into existence, right? So I know that you are going to get that 300-800 series. And I just want to thank you once again for you know giving me the constant feedback and being that strong force and getting me out there in those different lanes. So once again, I want to give you a big shout-out. And before I have you come off here, how many games do our Mets win this year? Tell me right now. Oh, God. Uh, let's break that 100 mark and say 108. 108? Okay. That, that's more than the Dodgers let's said that one, let's, let's break that 108 mark. All right, all right, Let's okay. break that century mark. We're on the 100th episode. We break it 100 wins this year. Hey, I like that. Talk it to existence. Everybody give it up for my boy, Stephen Ball. Thanks, man. How are you? Thank you. Yo, before I get into this next guest, I want to give a big shout-out to my boy, Rosa, who passed this shot off to me. Damn, who's got it better than Bear? Ooh, that was some tequila. Ooh. Woo! Hey, if I didn't already have hair on my chest, I got some shit now. <laughs> but I got two more guests that I got here on the show. This guy right here holds the record for most views on a guest appearance episode at over 500. This is my fitted hat brother, the guy who can get Jeffrey to listen on Warzone. <laughs> Please, everyone, give a big round of applause for my boy, Theo Mayhem! <laughs> oh, shit. Damn, my, my boy got the OG2 hoodie on with the, what is that, the pink martini? Uh, oh, man. How you gonna body me on my own fucking show, man? You already know. You already oh, know. man. <laughs> Nah, but seriously, though, um, I know that we had the J-Tips hats that came out right now. What did you think of that collection, honestly? And I want to talk about this. This is very important. Mm. What did you think of that J-Tips collection, honestly? Uh, to be honest, the, the J-Tips was okay. Um, I wasn't like, it wasn't like crazy. The Mets hat was fire, but everything else, like the two-tones, I'm not a big fan of the two-tones. It's okay, but it wasn't, it didn't hit me. It was like, oh, I don't have to have it. Yeah, so it was okay. I tell you what, I really like the infrared Mets part to that collection. Yes. That was yes. really good. Yes. But the one thing I will say is shout out to my boy Peter Dunn because he yes, said Peter. this, and I want to see if you agree with this. <clears throat> he said that, honestly, Hat Club is getting into this trend where they're just putting out shit. Anything. Anything that they want just to see if it sells. Mm -hmm. And that two-tone part to that Yankee collection was fucking awful. It, it was, was terrible. Trash. And it was such trash. a hard pass for me. You know, I mean, it, it was, I'm not buying that. No, no. So, you know, having seen that, how, you know, how, you know, invested are you into these later drops that Hat Club is going to be coming out with? Um, I'm going to be honest. Like, I like the hats that I have now. Like, I, I made sure I got all the hats that I wanted and I like. And, you know, the hats that they come out, when they come out with some fire, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. But, they're like I used to be like a every week, you know, getting three, four hats. My dad used to be like, "What's what's another box? Like another one?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, it's another box, dad." But not no more. So you know, lately it's just been one every like month or so when I see something that's fire. Other than that, it's just you know I'll wait until I see some. Now one of the things that you have seen from me, and, mm -hmm. and that one of the things I got you know thank you <laughs> say my boy Peter is you know Go. just how important 
the resale game is yes. in the yes. hats. You know, I've been yes. able to account for close to, you know, three, four racks of so mm -hmm. just reselling hats. So do you think that hats are now the new sneaker game? Right now, as popular as hats are, I believe that right now it's, it's on that level where it's like you can sell just about any hat club hat. As long as you got the pin on it, you might be able to sell it. So, I mean, like, and I've seen people sell some of the Harlem hats. So <laughs> if you can sell those, you can sell anything. So. And <laughs> Now, one of the things I want to do is for those people out there that aren't exactly hat connoisseurs, yes. the first thing they're going to do is they're going to hype beast. They're going to go to Hat Club. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to give my you know place that I like to go outside of Hat Club, and I want you to give another one too. So my first one I'm going to say, go to Sports World. I got this, fat, this hat from Sports Damn, World. That's a good one. They got some fire, <laughs> and they're not going to give you the fake not raised brims. You're going to oh, have yeah. those, those we, uh, we, stitched we need, in batteries. We need good brims, good Come brims. Come on, man. man. You know? And uh, look, for me, it's the hall. It's it's a hollow spot. I forgot his name right Caps now. Caps USA. Yes, yes, Caps USA. Yes, yes. yes. I go there when 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 all else fails and I can't get a hat. It's not always the craziest hat, but I know I can get it in Harlem. So <laughs> and, they always got me. And another one that I'm going to say, guys, that's on the low that you could check out is the walk-in closet at Patterson. I think yes, they're called yes, My Fitted. Yes, they got. Yes. They actually came out with, I think, the cereal collection, mm -hmm. and that shit they was sell fire. They so fast, yeah. bro. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. If you're going to get in this hat game, it's going to be a struggle. It's like sneakers. Fast. Like sneakers. So before I get you off the show, you know, we're all about being humble. Just talk about what feeling it is to lose the hat battle, man. How, how, when you lose, talk, talk about what that feels like, man. It, it, it don't feel good. It don't <laughs> feel good, but it hurts. But, you know, all you got to know is that you got to come back with fire. So that's Facts. it. You coming back next week, and I'm going to show off. I'm yep. going to make sure my pin is right. So Now, one last question. <laughs> if you had to go pink brim or icy blue brim, which one are you going? I'm going to keep it a buck. And I'm going with that icy brim. That Yo, the icy been was catching a lot of <laughs> Yeah, it's been catching some traction. I got the pink right? on right now, but the blue is tough. It's tough. Facts. You got you to gotta have the blue. <laughs> Before you get off the air, Theo, one piece of advice to the people out there as far as hats. What, what to, if you want to start getting hats right now, what's your piece of advice to them? Uh, make sure you get a, uh, like, and make sure you go on your own browser. Have two browsers up. Have uh, one for the world clock. The world clock to make sure you're there at exactly two and you refresh on the spot. This is safe for sneakers too. Do the same stuff. And always be on the Hat Club site and be ready to go. And have Apple Pay. I know everybody don't got Apple Pay, but Apple Pay. So hey, <laughs> hey, it worked. It worked, man. My boy uh, Peter said new B was going to say Sports World. I, I guess my friends know me, right? He already know. Yo, big shout out Thank to my boy Theo, you, the record holder for guest views on the show. Thank you. Yo, real quick, I got two more guests here on the show. I ought to give a big shout out to this guy. I didn't even know he was going to come with this straight heat here, but I want to give a big shout out to our next guest on the show. Everybody give a big round of applause for my boy, Robin Santiago! Baby? Yo! <laughs> I, I think I missed I missed the pink brim memo. What what the hell, man? Yeah, Meryl. May, may, maybe I'll have to p pull out another pink brim later tonight. Who knows? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real, though, Rob, uh, you were a part of the Swag Champs episode with my boy Chris Shank Jr., so I want to give a big shout-out to you. But just like my brother, 
you're one of the few people to only wear an OG4 here. So talk about Come what on, made you. <laughs> Come on, Come on baby. You know the vibes. So what made you go with that OG4 in here, man? Honestly, I, it just felt right. I don't even know. It was just like, <laughs> I have a bunch of whites, a bunch of blacks, OG ones and twos. So I was like, yeah, long yeah. sleeve. Well, I tell you what, man, Rob, you're somebody that I enjoy and I love playing Warzone with. <laughs> it's got to listen, man. But... <laughs> No, we definitely get the dubs, but what? how do you feel when you get a Warzone dub, Rob? How do you feel, man? Shit. I don't know. It comes so natural now that it's, it's, it's too easy. You feel me? It's too easy. I does this. Ask about me. Shoot, Papa. Add me. I think the last time I checked... You had 10 kills, somebody had 10 kills, and somebody had one kill. Who's that one kill guy? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no names. He might be in this building. No I don't know. <laughs> but you, uh, hello. But you, <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> Yo, Rob, I, I tell you what. We have so much fun in Warzone, but, like, you know, what game do you think, is there anything on the horizon for you that you're looking forward to that can take you away from Warzone? No, not right now. What else? What's coming out? I mean, honestly, the show. I, oh, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I the guess show. the show. Yeah, the show. Yeah. yeah. I'm throwing no-nos. That's, that's happening. Yo, that's happening. This guy ain't throwing no-nos. No he happening. ain't throwing no-nos. No, no. It's happening. But, yo, I, I, you know, speaking of the, the, the show, you know, we definitely got to talk a little bit of baseball. You know, how are you feeling about your Yankees this season? Do they make the playoffs? What's up? Boo! Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll be all right. I mean, we'll, every year we're in the playoffs, so we'll figure it out. All Some, right. Something will happen. Bet. Well, you know, I know that you're a, a huge baseball fan. I know that you're a huge Warzone fan. But one of the people that, you know, a lot of people don't know, and, the, and we said this on the episode before, you know, he is a great father. So I want to give you a big shout out. Thank you. For being somebody who's always there for their kids. And like I said, just a stand-up guy, man. So, you know, just how important, I know we said it before, for those people that did not hear that first episode, though, just how important is it to you to be a great father, man? Are you asking me? I'm asking you, Doug. <laughs> I'm asking you. Uh, no, it means it means everything. I mean, uh, yeah, they're why I wake up in the morning. I mean, you just put it put it in the quickest possible way. I mean, changed my life for sure. Yeah, and you know what? Just to have that motivation, to have those motivating factors, you know, that helps you to to go out there and do positive shit, man. And like I said, I've you know I I play Warzone with you a lot, and you've been somebody that. Um, you know, we spend a lot of time with, but I definitely look up to you in that fact of, you know, even though I don't have a kid of myself, I take what you do as, you know, doing your responsibilities and doing them to the fullest. And I think that that's very important to me, and that's why you're somebody that I hold very high to my heart, man. So I just want to, yeah, dead ass. I really do, you know, but I just want to thank you for being you, man. And thank you so much for, you know, just being a stand-up guy, man, because in a world like we're in now, you know, we need more people that, that stand for something. Because if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, man. So just thank you for standing for Appreciate me. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you, Appreciate man. It. Thank you. Yo, give a big congrats, round of applause bro. to my boy, Rob. Thank you. Congrats, congrats. Hey, we're going to have some fun today. Come on, man. I'm about to... 
I'm getting that turkey. You ain't getting no turkey, turkey, man. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I want to thank you so much for staying with me, guys. Big round of applause. One more time, we're going to pan off for our Instagram live stream. We got more people here. So many OGs in the building. Oh, my gosh. Sheesh. And then I am going to do it one more time. I'm sorry, guys, for our Facebook live stream. Everybody out there, thank you so much. Beer towers are flowing. We're partying till 1 a.m. Come on, man. No bedtime tonight. All right. But real quick, I want to give a big shout out to this guy. I saved this guy for last because, honestly, this guy I've known the longest. I've known this guy since I was five years old, all right? We played t-ball together, and there's a famous picture going around asking, where is Barry? I'll give you a hint. I'm the only black guy in the picture, all right? (laughs) It was tough playing the baseball in Edison, but I tell you what. I had a lot of fun, and I'm glad that I actually was one of the few that got to experience baseball. I mean, we got Frank Lanza here somewhere, and he told me before his favorite thing was my dad saying, it's time to put the head shoes on. It's time to make the donuts. And it's those things like that that, that you remember, you know. And like I said, this guy is someone that I hold true to me. Every time we were in New York City, you know, we'd be spending time at Nassau Bar having a good time. And just just grinding, man. And I don't know anybody else on here is more socially aware. So before I give it out here, let's close the show for my boy, Kevin Schaefer! (laughs) Oh, man. How you get one of them OGs? Shout out to Frank Lonza, EBBL legend. Right? This guy would hit home runs when we were still trying to hit ground balls. That's what he did. I see you, Frank. Yeah. Nah, but for real, Kev, I want to thank you so much for coming here on the show, man. Of course. And, um, you know, since you first came on, you were actually uh, on a Christmas episode with my sister. What have you been up to since you've been on the show last, man? Uh... Shit, I, I've been busy with work, so uh, I'm still at the university, my alma mater, Pace, and uh, we started two new programs, so we got a master's program right now, I'm trying to get our combined degree combined degree program set up, so I've been busy with that, but other than that, chilling, you know, coming back to Jersey, catching up with you, catching yes. up with the homies, yes. linking up with my lady and the kids, you know, that's it. Hey, that's what it's all about, man, and like I said, my boy Kev showed up to the pregame party, and like I said, Kev's been one of those guys I know for a long time, so... Excuse me, but like I got Kev. The same thing, the beer hiccups, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Well, you know, buying the beer, it gets me a little tough, man. But yo, since you've been on here, Kev, you know, I think that one of the things that we have seen change is just how much the merch has been popping. You got so many different people wearing different OGs. What have you seen in the progress of just the OG merchandise itself, man? I think your creativity, right? I think you've been open to people's uh, opinions with things without question. Like, I think you were really starting. We've spoken about this before. You just started with that Talk That Talk Show logo, right? Yep. Then you branched out to the characters, right? Yep. You branched out to outside of just the clothing, but the merchandise, the lighters. Yep. The lighters, the, uh, the pins, as I see in front of me. You really, you branched out. You decided, like... I always think Talk That Talk logo is the fiercest logo in the game. I Bag. Do. You but said I, to Talk That I Talk. I, I can't say anything else about it. It's dope, you know, without question. And we got Glug, Glug, Glug right here, too. We got to throw yeah, that right? on the shirt next, you know. Yo, it's going to be the backup shirt. People been telling me I need a soundboard. What do I need a soundboard when I got my dad right That's here? What we need. Right? Come on, man. <laughs> we, 
We need senior homes on a shirt, baby. Right. No, I, I think uh, I think the progress of the Talk That Talk show shows your growth and creativity and your growth as a show. Yeah. And I mean, we out here repping that hundredth Talk Show right now, baby. That's it. It's clean. We got the camera on pink. We just seen Cameron on drink tramps. Come on, man. We <laughs> but Get I tell you what, going. we have seen. We, you know, we want to give a big shout out. Um, also, we had somebody that um, did pass away, and, and that was DMX. So we want to give a big shout out to DMX. Everybody, put your drinks up. We're gonna put it up for DMX. X. Let's chug it for DMX. Here we go. Flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. Nah, but for real though, man. You know, since we're on that topic, how much DMX did you really listen to back in the day? And what was your favorite DMX song? So that's funny you asked that. Um, I listened to a lot of DMX throughout my childhood. Um, I mean, growing up, I probably listened to, uh, all right, so I'm like a, a mama's boy. I love yeah. my grandmother and shit. So I Miss You is a song dedicated to his grandmother by okay. DMX, right? I also love women. So uh, what's the shit? Don't be afraid how it's going down. The whole shit with the video, he's trying yeah, to bag, he's yeah. like, yeah. ran up on me and tried to flex or some shit. It's a dope song either way. Bad. But um, yeah, so probably how's it going down? I miss you. Uh, of course, I like slipping. But my favorite all-time storytelling song is One More Road to Cross by DMX. One more I said to road to today, cross. That shit is never on the radio, and it should not be on the radio because <laughs> it's not a radio play song. That's a but fact. But nonetheless, when X dies, that's what you do. You throw it on the radio. Shout out to Amy Lynn. She says, that shirt is my new favorite long sleeve. Yeah, we rocking it, Amy Hey, I'm telling you, that pig look good, man. You make that pig look good. <laughs> but nah, for real, though, um, I think one of the things, Kev, that, that um, you know, we share – is that we share a great love for New York City, man. And it's been and, and it's been a long time since, you know, we've been able to do what we wanted to do in New York. And as somebody that's been out there consistently like you've been working, you know, how far are we away from New York being what it was, man? So, I mean, so when the pandemic first broke out, uh, my I was staying with my girl, actually, and her cousin had uh, caught the coronavirus, right? So I had to be tied up for a little bit, and I wasn't really out in the city. But um, long story short of it, I mean, I'd say since August, August, September, I really feel like the vibe of the city's coming back. I mean, you know where I stay. I'm on 62nd in Amsterdam. Like, I'm in the smack of it. Like, Upper West Side, Hell's Kitchen, right behind Lincoln Center. And, I mean, I see a lot of activity. I see a lot of people outside every day. Uh, my homie Keith just came into the city Stacks. the other day, you know. Shout, shout out to Keith shout Pierce. Out to but, um, so, no, nah, so he was out in the city the other day. You know, we went into Times Square and did the whole little show around, you know, uh, toured gig. And it was love. I mean, there was a lot of people outside. It, it's not what it was, but not for nothing. Like, it shouldn't be what it was. Facts. We, we had things Things are up. different. Things are different yeah. now. And I think before we hop off here, I definitely want to ask you, how safe do you, like, are you somebody, as a New York resident, are you still riding the subway now, or is that something that you're safe with, or, like, yeah, how I has mean, that affected your commute? I mean, I, I personally never stop riding the subway or anything, um, you know, I, you know my situation, but for the viewers, I mean, I got a, a lady in Long Island, I got family in Jersey, and I live in Manhattan, so uh, I'm often on NJ Transit, I'm often on the LIRR. I'm on the subway. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You got to just be safe and, you know, make sure you're wearing your mask. Make sure you got your little hand sanitizer on you. We got the Pace Economics Department hand sanitizer. We decked out, you know. 
and that's it. You just gotta be safe. I mean, I'm, you also know I'm the COVID test champ, man. I got like, <laughs> feet under my belt. This so guy's got a lot of. I, that's I what did, we do. I, I don't play that. I didn't smoke too much to play that. <laughs> I had to take one today too, man, because you know I want to be able to go to this Mets game on Monday. But you know, sometimes you know you just gotta get it done, man. And yeah, I just found out you gotta get tested the day of or get a PCR result within a few days if you want to go to any uh, official. Yeah, I think event. it's like within 72 hours, and the window for me to do that was today, so I had to do that. So you know, I think that the Mets are gonna appreciate it, B. I hope they do. They Last thing I want to ask you before you get off the show here, man. Um, I know that you know we've been talking about trying to go to a live event, but what is one of the things that you, like you know what's the first live event that you want to get to, you know if you get a chance to? So it's funny actually. Um, you saying that I really just want to hit a Knicks game. Like I know Ooh. I know we losing to the, the Grizzlies right now. We down by nine. Last I checked, and uh, we eighth in the East or whatever it may be. But um, I had some other people from Jersey. You know they just get shout out to the city the other day. They went to the Garden. You know, we, you know, before you go to the garden, you go to get a drink at that little rooftop bar on 33rd and 8th and everything like that. And I'm in there, and, you know, it was just a good vibe, man. I met Jermaine O'Neal's brother. This motherfucker works for the NBA. Man. You know, it was just a cool vibe. And it's like, man, I miss this. I miss being in the garden and talking to the person next to me and being like, oh, you're not even Nick Sam? Like, what the hell are you doing here? Oh, and I, and oh, I tell you. City? Okay, cool. I dig it. Madison Square Garden is one of the most funnest places to be, Kevin. It is, absolutely. You know, hopefully, you know, in the near future, we can be able to get out there, man. But. I just want to thank you so much for your support, as always, and for Yo, coming B, to being a guest on the show. Man. This has been nothing but success for 100 episodes, brother, and you're going to keep crushing it. Hell yeah, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Hey, guys, we are almost done. I got one more guest here on the show. He's going to come here real quick. He is my sponsor. He is the person behind the OGs, not the tie-dye ones, but every single one that you see right here behind you. Please, everyone, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for this guy. Give a warm, warm of a round of applause for my boy, Timmy Hugo! <laughs> oh, my God. I totally fumbled that introduction. Can you tell I've been drinking? Wouldn't be a show without you drinking, right? I, nah, but, a little bit. But for real, though, Tim, before we came here and ended this show, man, I just wanted to thank you personally here on the air, you know, to, to as someone that constantly is, you know, we're feedback, giving people, you know, the, the things that they want. And, you know, this guy told me that the pink shirts weren't going to sell. I told you the pinks hey, were going to sell, man. Hey, man. You proved me wrong for sure. I'll tell you that right now. You proved me wrong for sure. But hey, man, I'm always here to help you out the best I can. I give you whatever advice I can, uh, design-wise, quantity-wise. You know, I'm excited that you've made it this far. Shocked you made it this far. I'm not going to be surprised. Shocked? Shocked. I was a little surprised. But you know what? I was here to support my boy. He came through. Look all these people that came here. People Facts. traveling out of, out of state. Facts. Ridiculous. Yeah, man. And, you know, we're going to have a, a real fun party afterwards, too, man. And, you know, I think that one of the things that before we end this show, I want to give the people a little inside look or inside spiel. What can people look for from Talk That Talk Show merch moving forward? Hey, man. Oof. I don't even know. He said oof. Yeah, I don't even know. Been telling with me too long, right? Oof. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know the vibes, right? <laughs> nah, uh, man. Yo, we have Sam in our corner doing some sick art for us. Uh, you know, I'm doing my best I can screen printing wise. I mean, this pandemic hit a lot of people hard. I mean, I was out of work for a minute. I had to do what I could to do to make some money on the side. These masks I made for myself, made for you, the yeah. talk to talk ones. Uh, 
I did my part of selling some masks and donating to some of the nurses around because, you know, people need some masks. Um, you know, I, I have a day job, you know, luckily I, I'm still there. I'm only part time of right now because of all this going on. But, you know, I needed to make some money here and there. And your show helped me out a lot. It helped me pay some of the bills. You know, I'm proud of you. You helped me out. You know, you're just going to keep going and going and shit, man. I hope I hit. I can't wait until the thousandth episode. And I think that, I think that's so important, though, that you say that say that. And I think that for all the people that are listening in Centennial, Colorado, or anybody that's listening in Iowa, I saw we had some new people from Mississippi last week. I want to tell you all this, and I really am serious. It's so important to support your friends because I've had people that I've known for decades that have yet to support, but we're not looking for that support. All we can look to is the people that are here supporting with us. I got a band of people that are here supporting this show. And I feel my strongest when I have you right here next to me, Tim, because, you know, you talk about helping you, but damn it, you helped me. I mean, I can honestly say I, I sold $20,000 worth of merchandise, <laughs> man. Like, come on, dog. What podcast you know doing that shit? Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? I was... <sighs> I helped you out. I mean, you got you brought me some business as well from other people, like your boys uh, in PA. Yeah, Rob. Uh, your Air We Are guy for, uh, what is that, 13? Angelo Crognali as well, too. Yeah. So, so, yeah, we're all about supporting those small businesses, man. So, you know, before I end this show, I wanted you up here with me to close this show because, like I said, you look at every person here wearing that shirt. And that's what you helped me to create, hey, bro. You know what I'm it's, saying? It's a part of me as well as a part of you. You know what I mean? Facts. I, that's, that's my work, and that's your hard work selling it. That's your name. Damn! This shit feel good! <laughs> nah, but for real, guys, you know, I want to thank Timmy so much. Let's give him a round of applause before I end this show, guys. I want you here with me. So, guys, this is the 100th episode, man. I want to thank everyone that was a part of this show. Um, there was a lot that went into to doing this, whether it was Brienne uh, getting some of the trophies, Doc getting some balloons, the homies picking up shirts, uh, carpooling. There was a lot that went on to get this episode done. But, guys, now it's time for me to celebrate. <laughs> 100 episodes in the books. I mean, if you want guests, guys, I, 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 I can't give you any more guests because I got, I got to get guys bowling here. I want to have people drinking beer. I want to get Shakur some shots. All right? I'm telling you right now, I appreciate every single one of you for coming here and being a part of this show. Whether you were here live or whether you were in our Instagram or Facebook live, I love you all. Please don't stop believing in yourself because when you believe in yourself, you don't know what can happen. Believe in yourself. Stay true to your core values. And drink some good beer, all right? I'll see you guys next week, all right? <laughs> you got to end it. And that's a wrap! That's a wrap! Let's go!